Hey, it's Marissa, and you are listening to From Boise. It's swimming season, and today we are going to talk about some Boise pools. I grew up in a super small town, and we only had one public pool. And in the summer, when I was growing up, I would walk to my best friend's house every morning. Then we'd walk like 10 blocks to the pool and pick up all the other neighborhood kids along the way, and then we'd all spend the day there together, walk home together to make it home for dinner. And it was like my first real taste of independence as a kid. I was talking to my neighbor, Ryan, who's about 45 years older than me, and told him I was writing a story about pools. And he immediately launched into a story about how he would go to Lowell Pool every day as a kid. And he told me all about how the water was freezing, which is now something that I've heard from so many people. And um, he also talked to me about getting the best burger and fries from the hamburger corner if any of you remember that. Um, But just so many summer memories are created at pools, and it's been true for so many generations. So let's dive into some of the memories and history behind some of Boise's iconic and beloved pools, like the Natatorium. The Natatorium, a.k.a. the Nat, is perhaps Boise's most famous pool. The original Natatorium was constructed in May of 1892, which is just two years after Idaho became an official state. Geothermal water had been recently discovered at Kelly Hot Springs near Table Rock, and a man named C.W. Moore founded the Boise Artisan Hot and Cold Water Company to harness the resource. Shortly after that, Moore hired a German architect named John C. Polson to design a hot water bathing resort on Warm Springs Avenue. Um, Also, by the way, Ida History has a great story about Polson's interesting life and even more interesting death, as well as some great history and photos of the gnat, so you should check that out in the show notes. Anyway, Boise's Natatorium cost $87,000 to build. Today, that would be over $2 million, and it was one of the largest geothermal swimming pools in the world. The building featured some of the most magnificent architecture in Boise at the time. People called it the Taj Mahal of the West. It was a Moorish-style building that had a three-story entrance with tall twin towers reaching 112 feet into the air. Inside the Nat, there were all kinds of amenities, including a smoking room, a ladies' parlor, a cafe, a saloon, tea rooms, a gym, billiard and card rooms, a balcony dance floor, and of course, the pool, which was also known as the plunge. The pool was quite large. It was about 125 feet by 60 feet and filled with naturally warm water. Overhead, the pool was covered by a 40-foot arched roof that was held up by wooden trusses. A mezzanine encircled the pool, and a water slide extended into the water from the first floor balcony. At the south end, water cascaded over a 40-foot lava rock diving platform. The net had diving platforms from 5 feet high to 60 feet high, and it even had a trapeze that hung down from the roof. The natatorium was, in many ways, a revolutionary project. In 1892, the same year that the Nat was constructed, C.W. Moore also built a house on Warm Springs and started using geothermal water to heat his home. His house was not only the first home in Boise to do so, but the first home in the entire country to use geothermal for heat. Moore's house is still standing today at 1109 Warm Springs Ave. It's that massive brick mansion on the corner of Warm Springs and Walnut, and it's still using geothermal. After people experienced geothermal water at the Nat and saw that Moore was able to heat his home using the same resource, affluent families began building homes on Warm Springs and using geothermal through Moore's company. On July 4th, 1910, Boise's White City Amusement Park opened next door to the Nat. It had a roller coaster, a joy wheel, a fun house, a shooting gallery, a mini railway, a carousel, a bandstand, and a dance hall. 
it, for a nickel, you could ride the trolley from downtown Boise out to the Nat and White City Park. This area became a destination. There was numerous balls, weddings, and affluent events held at the Nat, including Idaho's inaugural Governor's Ball for Frank W. Hunt in 1901. While the naturally hot water sparked the Nat's creation and the subsequent development of the area, it was also the cause of the Nat's demise. The hot steam from the pool eventually rotted the wooden beams overhead, causing one to collapse into the pool during a sudden windstorm in the summer of 1934. Miraculously, no one was injured in the incident, but it was the end of that iteration of the Nat. Soon after the beam fell, the city deconstructed the entire building. Eventually, the city reopened the pool as an outdoor swimming pool and erected a large water slide and new building on the site of the original. Today, that is known as the Natatorium Pool and Hydro Tube, which is open for the 2023 summer season. We also have South and Lowell pools, and those are perhaps Boise's most iconic pools these days. The twin pools were designed by engineer Wesley Bintz and built in 1953. South Pool is bright blue and located on the bench next to South Junior High at 921 Shoshone Street. Lowell Pool is bright pink and located in the north end at 1601 North 28th Street. Designer Wesley Bintz became known for his unique above-ground pool design throughout the 1920s, and he ended up patenting the design in 1926. Bintz pools were typically an oval-shaped above-ground pool, with the locker room and restroom areas below, which are the designs that are seen here in Boise. Bintz designed more than 130 pools across the country over the years. Today, there's only 17 Bintz pools still standing, and there's even fewer in operation. The iconic pools have quite the following, too. There is a Facebook group that I'll link to in the show notes called the Wesley Bintz Pool Network. It has over 1,000 members, and people are posting near daily about the pools that are still existing. Boise's Bintz pools were among the few still in use up until 2020. The city shut down all city pools during the pandemic, and South and Lowell pools have not reopened since. In 2020, while the pools were closed, the city hired a consultant to study the condition of the pools, which found them to be in poor overall condition and not ADA compliant. The study estimated that it would cost $2.4 million per pool to get them up to code, not including any other upgrades. The city went on to conduct months of open houses and public input periods to gather feedback on next steps for the pools. There were two scenarios presented to the public. Bring the pool up to code and meet accessibility standards, or reimagine the pools on site with the opportunity to preserve the historic Art Deco entrance. The community showed up in droves to give their input, and largely favored the first option of bringing the pools up to code while keeping their original design. But at the end of 2022, the city ultimately decided to put all plans for the pools on hold. As Boise Dev reported, quote, South and Lowell pools would remain closed for the foreseeable future until price escalations, material costs, and other factors driving up costs slow down. This comes after city staff estimated it could cost up to $12 million to refurbish both pools, which have structural damage after decades of use, or up to $24 million to build two entirely new pools on the site. End quote. There is an ongoing community-led movement to restore these historic pools. It's called the Friends of Boise Historic Pools. The group was involved in the public input period and also worked with the Idaho State Historic Preservation Office to get both pools listed on the National Register of Historic Places. While this historic recognition does reinforce the importance of the pool's history, it does not protect them from demolition. The group behind Friends of Boise Historic Pools recognizes that the pools do need some upgrades, especially to make them ADA compliant. But they also do not want the cultural and community importance of these pools to be overlooked, particularly since South and Lowell pools have had the lowest attendance rates amongst Boise's pools over the recent years. 
Laura Brainbridge, who is the founder and VP of Friends of Boise Historic Pools, noted that while Lowell and South Pools may not be the most popular pools in the entire city, they are huge assets for the neighborhoods in which they exist. Both pools are adjacent to schools, and in the past, the city worked with school counselors to give out thousands of pool passes to low-income students over the years, who would in turn access the pool almost daily throughout the summer alongside neighborhood kids. And it wasn't just kids that used these pools either. They're utilized by the entire neighborhood. Laura told me, quote, Yes, your kids can take swimming lessons or join the swim team, and families can go in the evenings to cool off. But there's a lot of seniors that would swim too, at Lowell in particular, which had a senior swim hour. Also, families in the neighborhood became friends with the lifeguards. And for younger elementary school kids, going to the pool is such a nice stepping stone for some independence, end quote. Laura also noted the sustainability aspects of these two pools. During the public input period, it was found that the vast majority of pool goers would either walk or ride to the pool rather than driving. Kristen McCarver, who is the secretary and treasurer for Friends of Boise Historic Pools, noted the parallel between parks and pools. She pointed out that in Boise, we have all different kinds of parks. We have small parks, medium-sized parks, and big parks, and all of these serve a different kind of person. South and Lowell pools could be compared to a smaller neighborhood park, which is mostly going to be used by the people who live around it, versus a pool like the Natatorium, which could be compared to a camel's back park. The bigger parks and pools draw people from all over, in addition to the people who live nearby. They just serve a different demographic. Livability, safe neighborhoods, and access to the outdoors and outdoor amenities are amongst the reasons why people love living in Boise. The group behind Friends of Boise Historic Pools see these pools as a neighborhood and city amenity that aligns with the idyllic Boise lifestyle. Kristen told me, quote, What attracts people to Boise is that livability. I always call it the biggest little city. It's a sense of community and safety, and it's where everybody knows everybody. I think these pools are a testament to that, and a testament to preserving that for future generations, end quote. It's still unclear what is going to happen to South and Lowell pools. Right now, they are just standing there empty and unused. All plans are on hold until 2025 when costs can be reassessed. In the meantime, Friends of Boise Historic Pools are continuing to keep the conversation going. They're actually hosting an event tonight on Tuesday, June 13th from 5 to 7 p.m. at Boise City Hall to celebrate the 70th birthday of Lowell and South pools. You can find more info on that event in the show notes. Also in my newsletter story today, I listed out all the pools and splash pads in the Treasure Valley, but that seems kind of ridiculous to read out loud. So go find those in today's newsletter. And also, I've got a bunch of photos of Lowell Pool, South Pool, both from right now and historic. And I also have some historic photos of the original natatorium, which is super cool and just really wild to look at. It was quite a place. (laughs) So you can find all of that info, um, links, and lots of photos in today's newsletter, which is linked in the show notes at fromboise.com or in your inbox if you are a subscriber. All right. That's all I got for you today. Happy swimming and thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.